0: Calculated risks make the difference between an ordinary life and an extraordinary life. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the College of Life podcast. My name's Joseph. Uh, we're bringing you episode 12 today. Episode 12, we're up to a dozen now. That's awesome. Today we're going to be talking about taking calculated risks. One of the most important things I feel like for a teenager to to develop into an adult is to learn how to take calculated risks. Now, I want to throw something out there for this podcast before we get started. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, the College of Life podcast is now top 40 podcasts in the nation of Kazakhstan. All right. Round of applause. Round of applause. We're moving up in the world. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) I don't know. I just got that stat uh, from my podcast website, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's the small victories, right? It's the small victories. Um, First thing that I want to say before we really, really jump into this episode is that you should live your life however you want to. I'm going to hop on every Tuesday, and I'm going to offer you a little bit more advice of something that I have learned or something that I need to learn around life. And uh, if you want to take that, take it. If you don't want to take it, don't take it. Live your life however you want to live your life. That being said, let's jump into the difference between risks and calculated risks. So risks are unplanned. You don't know what you might lose when you take a risk. Any situation where you just jump in, you go full steam, and you don't know what the consequences may or may not be should be considered a risk. Calculated risks are planned well You know how much you can lose, and even how you can minimize that in every situation. Calculated risks are extremely planned out, almost to every detail. You've taken advice from multiple people, and you're ready. You're accepting whatever loss you may incur because you're well aware of how the situation could end up. Some examples of calculated risks. Starting your own business, that should be a calculated risk. Hopefully, that's not a risk-risk. That's a calculated risk. And if I say risk a thousand times in this episode, I'm sorry, but holy cow, I can tell I'm already getting tired of saying the word risk. Talking to that one girl or boy that you've been thinking about for the last two months, that should be a calculated risk. Taking a week long trip to some place you've never been, you have never been there, that should be a calculated risk. Moving on to a better job opportunity, calculated risk. If it's something that makes you feel nervous in life, if you feel those butterflies, excitement, you know, you're, you feel that build up to the, to the moment, that should be a calculated risk. And you should go for it. You should take that calculated risk as long as you've thought it through. This is how you grow as a person. From stage 1 person to stage 10 expert person, you have to take multiple calculated risks in between to grow and develop, otherwise you're just stagnant, otherwise you're just sitting in one place, never developing, never growing, and you're never really going to leave your bubble. So now that you think maybe you want to start taking some more calculated risks, how do you determine if it's a good calculated risk? So when determining how risky something is, 90% of the time, really, your brain is influenced by the amount of fear in the situation. If you're facing something you find relatively scary, you're likely to overestimate the actual risk. If you're facing something you don't fear at all, you're likely to underestimate the actual risk. Best way that I can think to represent this is if... It's your first time ever getting in a sports car. You love sports cars. You love driving fast. What you're going to do is get in that sports car and drive really fast. You're going to severely underestimate the risk that you're putting yourself through because you don't fear it. You don't fear that situation. On the other side, however, public speaking. There is no legitimate risk of dying or injury when you go up on stage to do a public speech however because that is one of the most common fears for any person out there you feel that it's extremely risky you feel it's extremely risky because of how scared you are to be in that situation your emotions influence how risky you feel each situation is that's why you should calculate the actual risk based on purely facts. Maybe create a pros and cons list. This can help you eliminate emotion completely from the situation. A pros and cons list will lay out exactly the good and the bad for every situation. If you spend enough time working on this pros and cons list for every you know, serious calculated risk that you wanna take, by the time you're done building this list, you'll know exactly which way you should go. You can always ask someone for advice, too. It never hurts to ask somebody for a little advice. It is likely that they are less influenced by emotion since the situation doesn't involve them directly. I am a lot more likely to provide you with logical, straightforward, serious advice for your problem than I am to provide myself with logical, serious, straightforward advice for my own problem. (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like that's a lot of people out there. We can all provide advice for our best friend, uh, you know, our cousin, our brother, our sister. We can all pro- provide them with pretty decent advice. But when, when it comes to giving ourselves the same advice, you know, it's a little harder. The same really can't be said. When deciding if it's a good calculated risk or not, you should also be ready to accept whatever the realization is. If you lay out all the facts, you gain all the advice, and everything is pointing towards going for it, you have to take that risk. Don't be afraid. Go for it. If all the facts line up to say that that's the best, you know, that's where the best outcome can come from, take the calculated risk. Go for it. Talk to that boy or girl. Switch to your new job. Chase the better career. On the contrary, if the facts say that you should stay away, accept that it might not be the time. If you lay out that pros and cons list and the cons are way heavier than the pros, even if it's something that you really, really want to do, maybe it's time to stay away. Maybe it's not the right time. That doesn't mean that the right time won't come down the line. Who knows? Who knows? But all the facts line up to say that you shouldn't do it. Now, I want to share something with you guys called survivorship bias. And Now, I really only point this as, or I really only say this as some words of wisdom. But uh, I'm going to give you a little example here, and I need you to stick with me. In World War II... All right. The Allies were seeing too many of their own planes getting shot down. And they wanted to coat them in armor to protect them, clearly. Although, they couldn't just cover the whole plane in armor because it wouldn't fly then. It would be too heavy. It wouldn't get off the ground. It wouldn't fly. So, some people suggested studying the planes that returned home and finding where they had the most bullet holes. They would then cover those areas... With armor. However, Abraham Wald, a famous mathematician, suggested covering the areas of the planes that were not damaged by bullet holes. After all, the returning planes just showed which part of a plane could be shot without taking the entire thing down. Smart man. I say this just as a little heads up. If you're seeking advice from another person on whether or not to take a risk, you should understand that they can only see it from their own point of view. If they went through the same situation in the past, and their plane made it back, they might tell you to only cover up where their bullet holes were. So, that being said, it's not a terrible idea to get more than one opinion on the situation. Why not? Why not get multiple opinions from as many people as you trust? That's going to build the best consensus as to where the most solid outcome would derive from. Calculated risks will grow you as a person. You should try your best to eliminate emotion from the situation. Just look at the facts. If you're starting your own business, just look at the facts. Do not let emotion get into it. If you want to talk to that boy or girl and you don't know whether or not you should, just look at the facts. What can you gain? What can you gain from going and asking them for their Snapchat, their phone number, their Instagram? What can you gain? A great friend? A boyfriend or a girlfriend? Somebody to talk to? What can you lose? If you don't know that person, if you've never talked to them once, what can you lose? Right? nothing maybe a little bit of embarrassment a little bit of social fright but other than that the pros might be winning in that situation you should get opinions from multiple people if need be build your pros and cons list you know cover every single thing you can think about and then if you still can't decide go ask your brother Go ask your sister, go ask your best friend, ask your cousin, ask your mom, ask your dad, ask your children if you have them, because why not? Everybody has their own situations in life. Everybody has their own background, their own history, their own brain, and everybody will be able to provide you with a different viewpoint, a different side of knowledge that you don't have yourself. Why not take that viewpoint? Why not listen to it? See what they think. Take their opinion. Everybody out there has their own backstory. Everybody. So, they'll have their own opinion. Take it, see how it fits into your situation, and run with it. All in all, calculated risks are one of the best things you can do As a teenager, an early adult, or even just as a real adult, calculated risks will constantly grow you as a person. They will develop you into a much better, stronger, well-rounded person and individual. Taking these risks on a regular basis is something that I think you should do. But more importantly, calculating these risks on a regular basis is something I think you should do. Finding out whether or not the pros win whether or not the cons win. That is what's going to make the difference in taking successful risks throughout your entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all for me today. I know this was a super short episode, I apologize, I've got a, a little something going on this week called finals, so if you bear with me, next week's episode will be back to normal, we'll be back to that normal good length, however this week's had to be a little short, I had to get it out of the way real quick, get back to studying, get back to finals, get back to all that good stuff, I'm very excited to be bringing you next week's episode, I think we have something pretty good in store, but I'm not going to tell you yet, that's just that's just how we're going to roll Um, This is my last week of school, Uh, as I said, you know, finals and all that. So uh, I start summer next week, and we'll be moving on to bigger, better things, as always. I'm super excited. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the College of Life podcast. Go out there. Figure out what risks you can take. Write down those pros and cons. Go get your opinions, mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, father, teacher, whatever. Get those opinions. Take your calculated risks. Grow yourself as a person. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next Tuesday, everybody. Until then, have a great week.